Hey guys, David, the healthness coach here yet again with another episode, um, interviewing one of my, I guess you can call us co-workers. We're out of the same gym. Um, so, uh, he, he's going to describe his position on where he's coming from in relation to personal training, um, what he's doing with his clients some projects that he's been working on, um, explaining how like what his principles are and what got him into training. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, if you have questions, as always, feel free to contact me, David Donald, on Facebook or uh, on Instagram, healthness4cnd, or also via my email, healthness469 at gmail.com. Right now, all right, so... Connor, man, like uh, this is awesome, man. Working in this gym with you has been an absolute pleasure. You're a powerlifter. I like powerlifting. Um, ex powerlifter. Nice, yes, ex powerlifter. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and uh, well, the number one thing that I wanted to know, especially the fact that you're entering in bodybuilding right now, uh, you were a powerlifter before. How do you? What principles do you have in terms of personal training? Um, and beyond that, like, just tell us a little bit about yourself, like some background history. Cool. Uh, growing up in, well, I grew up in Ottawa, Ontario, in Orleans, actually, like, where the gym is located. So I work out of uh, 1290 Churn Road, which is a foot above fitness. The owner of the gym would be Zachary Boisineau. Um Grew up in Orleans. I was always an athlete. I played competitive hockey, and uh, that was kind of, like, it for me, like, on my, on my list of things to do. I got pretty good at hockey at, like, a younger age, uh, and that was kind of, like, the ultimate goal was to do something in that um, I later on got injured at age 15. I suffered five pretty serious concussions from hockey uh, and decided that it was time to pull the plug because, as everyone knows, you only have one brain in life, so I wanted to take full advantage of using it to my full uh, potential before something happened. Um, but I just, like, I loved being active. I was never, like, the type of kid that would, like, look forward to, like, going to a movie night or get home and watch TV. I'd get home and play, like, road hockey or go skateboard or whatever, get ready for hockey practice, and that was just kind of my life. Um, once that kind of, I say, got pulled away from me, or taken away from me, um, I was a little bit lost and down, and I didn't really, like, have anything else. I played, like, some pickup lacrosse. I played, uh, like, various other sports, volleyball and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, hey, man, like, something that my dad has always done since I've been growing up has been, like, worked out. We've got a home gym in the basement, and I was like, hey, like, maybe this could be something that I get into, mm-hmm. and I did. I just, I got a gym membership at the Y to start, uh, and then that turned into, like, me getting a gym membership at the City of Ottawa, and just, like, man, it was just such, like, an uplifting experience. Like, you meet good people, everyone there seems to, like, be there for a purpose, mm-hmm. um, and for me, it turned into, like, an outlet for, for some, like, I say depression and anxiety that I was going through because I just like hockey was my thing and and I didn't really have another thing until I found the gym mm-hmm. um, and that's that's kind of like the, the the biggest part for me is like it it, it definitely gave me like an outlet mm-hmm. it was like something that I turned in from like a three time a week thing to like holy shit I found myself at the gym seven days a week and just like loved it um, and it was another thing that I could just like get good at you know mm-hmm. like I, it, it was like it was on me to like to get good it wasn't on anyone else and like I was able to manage and control I say my results based on like the effort that I put into it mm-hmm. um, and that's yeah. awesome man yeah so then so, so so as my previous question was like how did you transfer all of 
your abilities from powerlifting and now trying to do bodybuilding, um, what are the experiences that you implement with your clients today? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, so I, when I got into the gym, I wasn't really trying to do anything. I was just trying to, like, keep myself busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started working out with a group of buddies and my brother. And um, we started running some, like, strength training cycles. So, like, Johnny Candido was one of the programs that we ran. Um, I was doing some reading, like, you know, like, everyone knows Stan Efferdine. So I was doing some sort of watching, like, his stuff and just kind of, like, trying to get into the industry, call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found myself just, like, strong. Like, by 18, I was just strong. Like, I had never really known why but like by 18 I was deadlifting 600 pounds I was squatting over 450 pounds my bench kind of sucked uh, I was benching like high 270s mm-hmm. um, but everyone was like hey man like you're, you're fucking strong dude like not everyone can lift up 600 pounds off the ground and mm-hmm. I was like yeah and so that's kind of what like led me into powerlifting then I went to Algonquin College uh, for fitness and health promotions and I have actually already competed in one bodybuilding show. I did men's physique. Oh, wow. Um, so I did that while I was in college, while I was studying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of like where everything kind of took off. Like, I remember when I was in high school, I wanted to be a lawyer or a social worker. Mm. Uh, and like the kind of principles behind that was like, I didn't really care where I ended up in life. I just knew that I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I fell in love with fitness, I realized that I wanted to help people enjoy their life better. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like what fitness did for me. It gave me an opportunity to like see myself as something more, mm-hmm. uh, feel better about myself, get myself excited for something. Um, and so, yeah. So like back to your question about like powerlifting and bodybuilding, like how I implement those, um, those principles into my training. I wouldn't say that I train anyone to like, com- I don't train anyone to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not my niche market, but mm-hmm. it has helped me understand okay, I've got a client who wants to lose 50 pounds. I've been there before. I've mm-hmm. been there. So, like, I understand, like, what it takes, like, dieting, cardio, the exercises that, like, go hand-in-hand hand with that. Like, I've been there before. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but, like, my methods now work towards my clients. And same mm-hmm. thing with powerlifting. Like, I wouldn't say that I train anyone to be, like, the strongest person in the world mm-hmm. right now. But, like, if someone comes to me and they want to get stronger, I understand how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've worked with coaches. I worked with a coach to, like, get me to my physique show. I worked with a coach when I was powerlifting. Mm-hmm. And, like, these weren't dumb guys. They were, like, really smart guys that I took something away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome, man. Yeah, because empathy, I think, is something that a trainer needs to have to some degree. It's one thing to have all these, like, theoretical constructs of understanding, like, what to do in order to lose fat but then having the empathy and have having been there i think that's that's like humongous right so the the number one thing is is in terms of applying the 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 training principles that you do have right now in terms of having that input empathy um what are the biggest challenges that you find with having to kind of correlate because i mean everyone's experiences are different right um and so like how do you how do you implement that into your clients so that they can understand or have the understanding that you had when you were going through uh what you were going through to get to where you are now yeah um i'm a firm believer that like i can't make some someone want something for themselves yes um so like a client comes to me they have a goal Mm -hmm. great cool you have a goal what are you going to do to get there? Mm-hmm. I can put a bunch of tools in someone's toolbox, but if they never open up their toolbox, they'll never use the tools. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess like a challenge for me as a trainer is like, 
like I said, I'm in this industry because I love helping people. Mm-hmm. Exercise is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, But I'll never stand over someone like just teach them how to do a squat. I see minimal value in like only being there to like teach you how to do a squat. No, mm-hmm. like I want to help you live a better life and increase your longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take a lot as a trainer or I refer to myself more as like a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I refer like I take a lot of pressure on my shoulders because I have expectations that like if you work with me, you're going to get results. Mm-hmm. And like not to like sound cocky, it's just the, the, like mm-hmm. I am very present with my clients. I, I do weekly check-ins when I'm not with them. They see me a minimum of two to three times a week. Um, and then, like, even when I'm not with them, they're, they have homework to do on their own. There's always something that they're, like, doing to, like, get them to their goals a little bit faster or in a more efficient way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do that so that, like, they can feel overwhelmed. I do that so that, like, this becomes a lifestyle for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you see me twice a week, also known as, like, 1% of your week you're not going to see results. Mm-hmm. You've got to do more. Um, and that's just like, that's one of the challenges is having like, having to, to, I guess be like, take, take some like accountability and some ownership mm-hmm. as a coach. If like a client's not seeing the results that I want mm-hmm. uh, or that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just goes down to like trust. Mm-hmm. Like you and your client have to have like a relationship of trust. Like if I tell you to do homework or like, this is how you're going to see your, like better results and mm-hmm. you tell me like yeah I'm in I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. and you don't mm-hmm. then like that's the biggest challenge right because yeah. I don't know if my clients are doing their homework I don't know if like oh yeah I had chicken rice and broccoli or fish rice and broccoli or whatever like mm-hmm. this is what I had for dinner if they're just saying that or if like to like make me feel better as a mm-hmm. coach or if that's legitimately what they did gotcha. um so yeah that, well, that's, that's a challenge that definitely is yeah like even even for me as a trainer like I can kind of correlate with that like it's really tough out of that 168 hours to have to manage all of that and we only see them two or three out of that yes right uh so yeah definitely but then in, in kind of like from the opposite position of that like what makes you gratified like what makes you gratified to do the job and i mean you've been doing this for a little while right yep. so what makes you feel gratified to continuously do this and to have the level of success that you do have right now i think it comes down to being genuine mm-hmm. um I genuinely have a passion for helping people. And I like say that with like such happiness because it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I will never admittedly. So I will never take on a client that I don't believe I can help. Mm-hmm. And that is like something that I've learned in the industry is like, I, if someone comes to me and I firmly believe like I can't help you or like, I know someone better that can help you, mm-hmm. then I will just send them that way. Mm-hmm. But like the reason why my clients have success or I have success within my clients is that like, Every client that I take on, I firmly believe that they can achieve what they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And I firmly believe that, like, my role as a coach, I can help them achieve what they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, take someone on and be like, oh, I think we can make this happen. It's like, no, fuck, I know we can make this happen mm-hmm. if we work as a team. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's what I love about this is, like, every client that I have on my roster, like, wants to see changes. Then, like, they believe in me as much as they believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's it. It just comes down to trust. Mm-hmm. If, like, I trust my clients and they trust me, then we're going to have an amazing relationship. And that's, mm-hmm. like, legitimately what we are. It's mm-hmm. like I'm almost dating all of my clients. Mm-hmm. And it's like that is the core foundation of everything. Mm-hmm. If they don't... if if they don't trust me, mm-hmm. then like this probably isn't going to work. Oh yeah. No, trust me. I hear you about that. So then how do you 
kind of accumulate your own training while still being able to take care of all these people, right? Because I see you here and you're working really hard. Like we work in the same building and I see you training clients and you still get your workouts in. Always. Right? And even though I'm a trainer, sometimes I'm complaining and I'm bitching, but you seem to still get it on track and you and it sounds like you want to be able to do like a next bodybuilding competition. Yeah, I'm prepping right? for like, uh, I say life, man. Like yeah. this is like, it's, it's come down to, I just, I try to stay as in, best shape as possible as I can for life but yeah like on my radar uh, coming up there's some photo shoots there's a bodybuilding show that I yeah. want to like tackle um but yeah just life man that's Enjoy. crazy so yeah so how do you cumulate that together like what keeps you consistent what wakes you up in the morning and you're like yeah I gotta go eat these foods necessary in order to make sure that I get to where I want to go uh but then also like still having to take care of people and then still having to do your workouts still yeah. having to get quality sleep still having to make sure you're managing your stress yeah. How do you do that on a day-to-day basis, man? Yeah, it's a lot. Well, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds like a lot. Um, organization and, like, organization is key. Mm-hmm. And, like, keeping yourself at the top of your priority list. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I know that sounds selfish, but, I mean, everyone should do that. I always make sure that, like, in my schedule, there's blocks for my workout. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, if a client has to move around, if I can't still get my workout in that day, they can't have my time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so like I make sure that there is like time for me. There's a priority time for me to get my workouts in. There's a priority time for me to get my meals in. And then like I don't work past a certain hour and I don't work prior to a certain hour to know that I'm getting a restful sleep. Um, so it's really just about me organizing my schedule to like work within my limits. Mm-hmm. Um, I work with about eight clients a day on average every day. Well, Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet I still make time for all those things. And like. Man, it comes down to like practice what you preach. I mm-hmm. wouldn't go see an accountant who has like a diploma in fitness, or I wouldn't go see an, an accountant who has a diploma in police foundations. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, me as a trainer, my clients have literally said to me before, like, man, you, like just watching what you eat in a day is inspiring for me to like want to stay on my grind. Mm-hmm. Watching you work out is like, holy shit, you train hard too. It's like, yeah, man, like, then. That's that's the biggest thing is like practice what you preach. Your mm-hmm. clients will like look up to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's and, awesome. And man. they yeah. see that, right? And if mm-hmm. I don't take care of myself, then that's a reflection of like how am I supposed to have this expectation of my client to crush their goals if I can't even do that for myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like that's why I keep myself the number one priority. I still yeah. love all my clients, but like I have to prioritize myself so that like I'm okay mm-hmm. or like I'm fucking good. Yes. So my clients can be good too. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the work environment now, I know that you came from a bigger commercial gym. I did. Like what's the biggest differences that you find um, that let's say in terms of like what you're doing now and yeah. what you're able to do now, like what, what do you find are mostly different about, about it? Well, one thing that like, definitely saved me is like, I was commuting about two hours a day mm-hmm. to get to work or well, like to get to and from work. It's mm-hmm. so, like two hours a day. Time is value. Oh yeah. Time is value. <laughs> so like I'm wasting two hours that I could be doing like programs. I could be studying. I could be doing my own workout. So like me, like just relocating to Orleans mm-hmm. gave me two extra hours in my day that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that for me was huge. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, like a commercial gym, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I was doing exactly what I loved. But it just became to a point that like 
I mean, not to go personal, but I yeah. had some personal issues going on yeah. at the facility that I was at before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so it just, in terms of like logistics of everything, yeah. Um, it just yeah. seemed like a better move for me to come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's and that's what I did. And so I've been here now for eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been crushing every month. Whether it that's be amazing. like for myself, for my clients, whatever. General happiness has gone up. My quality of life has improved. Um, yeah. Sick, man. That's so, awesome. Uh, so what projects are you currently working on? What do you have for your future? Like what are you looking forward to in terms of your personal training and getting to where it is that you want to go um, with as many people as you can touch, uh, with uh, especially with the empathy that you have for, for other people and things like that. What are you working on right now? So I've got a project going on. It's a private project um, through the government of, uh, of Canada or the government of Ottawa, which is a provincial project that I'm working on right now to help lower income families or lower income um, children mm. or teenagers um, learn more about fitness and like learn more about a healthy lifestyle. So I've got a private seminar. It is not open to the public or else I would invite everyone. I've got a private seminar that I'm working on that's coming up in January. Mm-hmm. Um, I have recently found a great passion. I work with um, three clients that all have um, disabilities mm-hmm. and they're amazing. They, they have like completely opened up my eyes to like life. And so actually, while I was at a bigger commercial gym, that was kind of like one of my things too, is I trained a client who was blind and that gave me just a different perspective of training, like just like a different perspective of life. So I've kind of dabbled into a different market here that I want to continue to, um, to expand. So coming up in 2020, I am partnering with a, another trainer in the auto area who also works with um, this clientele. Uh, and we're going to be working on some projects for the school board. Um, we've got some projects that we're going to work on to just like host some time and like some events for these people to come and get their fitness on whatever that looks like. It could be movement. It could be learning about nutrition. It could be anything just like come move. Mm -hmm. Um, and then moving forward, I want to take, um, some online clients Mm -hmm. that, that has always been a big thing for me. I currently work with four online clients. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to take more of my business online. Mm -hmm. I want to, uh, I want to work with people who like know what they're doing, but just need some guidance. And that's the biggest thing for me is like, I don't want to work with you if you don't want to work with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that sounds stupid, but it's true. It's like, I want people to like want to work with me. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's been like a, a majority of my business lately has just been referrals. Mm -hmm. It's like people who genuinely want to work with me. Mm -hmm. They don't want to work with a trainer. They want to work with me. They know Mm -hmm. what I have to offer and they want to work with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I want. Oh man, that, that, yeah, that's awesome. That's a great avenue to look at awesome things coming up. Now, what advice would you give to somebody, um, that, so right now you're going to be doing stuff with schools and people that maybe have, uh, limitations that otherwise would seem like a limitation, but you're going to allow them to overcome. What advice do you have to give to that person right now that's in that situation and would like to be able to get into fitness and be healthier? Just like a person or like a personal trainer? Uh, no, like a, a person, a okay. regular person, yeah. Um, I would say, like, what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. Um, everything about fitness and, like, health has been or is just super positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't even think of one like negative thing that goes, that goes with this lifestyle, right? Like mm-hmm. you'll probably save money. 
you'll feel better about yourself. You'll look better naked. Like mm-hmm. there's just like so much benefit that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And people always laugh like, Oh, like, what do you mean I can look better naked? <laughs> but it's true. It's like yeah. no one trains to look good in an outfit. I can uh-huh. just buy bigger clothes and look good in an outfit. Yeah. But like people look good to like feel confident in their yeah. skin. Um, people eat healthy to like feel good about mm-hmm. themselves. Like if I'm going to eat, two pounds of celery versus two pounds of McDonald's, I'm going to feel better eating two pounds of celery, right? Yeah. And it just, like, it opens up life a bit better. Like, it just... Mm -hmm. And this is going to sound, like, super cliche, but it's like, yeah, man, like, you're here for one life. Like, why not treat your body the best that you can treat it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, like, you being into fitness or being into health doesn't mean that you have to go to the gym seven days a week. Yeah. It could be as simple as, like, changing your dietary habits. Mm -hmm. Um... Let's say you're a big drinker, like limiting your alcohol consumption, limiting your smoke consumption. Mm-hmm. I'm not like one thing that I never ask for my clients is like, I'm not asking you to change the world for yourself. I'm just asking you to like make changes to your world. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I don't expect anyone to be perfect. I enjoy a good cheat meal once in a while. Like mm-hmm. I'm guilty of it, but like just make better decisions. Mm-hmm. That's it. And like, you'll feel better about yourself mm-hmm. genuinely. Mm-hmm. So, that's awesome man so uh last question would be like what advice do you have for trainers um new trainers that are up and coming that want to be as successful as you are in the training business what advice would you give them and what they sh- what should they start doing and looking to do i would say like come into this industry with the right reasons mm-hmm. um if you're in this industry which like a lot of i've heard it countless times it's like oh i'm gonna be a personal trainer because i heard you can make good money mm-hmm. sure like you can make good money doing anything mm-hmm. like if you don't love it then like you're just gonna be making good money and hating your life mm-hmm. like come into this industry with the right reasons mm-hmm. um and that like you just have to be genuine about that like this is a business of helping other people mm-hmm. helping people achieve their goals whether it be physically mentally emotionally emotionally dietary like you're a support system for people who want to exercise and change their life mm-hmm. if that is not your focus in this industry then like it's probably not for you mm-hmm. right and like and and like that's the biggest thing is just like be genuine mm-hmm. be genuine like if you want to help people find success within themselves mm-hmm. then this is the right industry for you mm-hmm. if you're here because you're like oh i heard you i can make good money personal training mm-hmm. well like okay you can make good money yeah making youtube videos i don't know like you know so yeah just have like a genuine impact on the industry and and that's what i always say and i even said in another podcast which is like the quality in which you can do your job regardless of what it what it is goes down tremendously if you're not doing it for the right reasons and the right reason is typically from a position of passion and purpose yeah straight up and so it the, the money does come but I think, yeah, completely understand and totally agree with that. Um, so do you have any closing points uh, that you'd like to share with us um, um, with regards to personal training, the industry, uh, and any of that stuff? Like, is there anything that you have that you'd like to, to share with us? I would just say, like, for anyone who's, like, scared or, like, insecure or just, like, there's something holding you back from, like, changing your life or, like, changing something about your life. Just, like, don't be scared. And I know that's, like, coming from... It's not coming from, like, a place of ignorance. Like, I don't want to, like, say, like, oh, like, don't be scared. But, like, seriously, like, 
I'm a firm believer that you should try everything once in life. Mm-hmm. Well, not everything, but like you should try like positive things for you in life. And like, I've just, I've heard a lot of people say that like, oh, I don't go to the gym because like I'm scared what someone's going to think about me or like I don't look good in a tight shirt or like whatever it might be. If you do feel that way, there are many private facilities that offer like a safe space for you to come train at. I know, like, the, the one thing has been, like, game changer from going from a commercial gym to a private gym is that we have more privacy here. Yes. Um, so, like, just to, like, I guess I would just want to finish off with, like, no matter what situation you're in, you should always prioritize yourself, your health, and your well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, I say to my Instagram, I was like, I help people unlock their full potential through fitness or through movement, nutrition, and mindset. Those are my three things, like movement, nutrition, mindset. And like, there are people out there who want to help you. So if you're like one of those people who are scared to get started, like there are people out there that genuinely want to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like, yeah. Awesome, Connor. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's an absolute pleasure. Guys, it. if you need to come and work out at the Orleans area, a foot above fitness, 1290 Trim Road, come link up with Connor. He's an awesome trainer. If you need to get to your goals, both from a psychological basis and an aesthetical basis, definitely hit him up. Uh, his Instagram is? Connor Thomas. Connor Thomas. So Straight up. Come right on there. Adam, <laughs> ask, uh, ask any questions you guys might undoubtedly have. And as usual, if you have questions about your fitness and your health and you need or you have any concerns, feel free to hit me up on my Instagram at healthness4cnd or on my Facebook, David Donald.